0: So the past couple of weeks, we've kind of we've we've embarked on this journey through Lent, following the lectionary, um, but we've been kind of putting in our, our own personal spin on it. So a couple of weeks ago, we looked at anger. Last week, what did we look at? Come on, guys! Was it that bad? You didn't say there was gonna be a test. Yeah. Is it really that bad? <laughs> does it oh. have anything to do with being good or bad? It has to do with our memories. Mm-hmm. Yes. No. You've heard of elderly people's short term memory. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, so last week. Hard. Last week we looked at temptation and the temptation to look at our what? Our anger. Okay. That's one of them, yeah. shouldn't have the board I know, right? <laughs> but last week uh, we looked at the temptation to uh, run right into our protective personalities. What is that personality that we use to keep everybody at arms length? For you it was anger. For me it is anger, yes, absolutely, absolutely. Isolation. Isolation, yeah, yeah. Uh, for Annie it was isolation, yeah. Um, uh, so, in, in, in preparing for this week, I was really, uh, the lectionary reading is for the John 3 passage talking about how you have to be born again. And in that, uh, on one of my rabbit trails, I found this scripture from Numbers. And it's talking about how everybody sinned against God, and God sent a plague of vipers and went around and bit people. Um, how often have you been bitten because of your sin? Have you ever been bitten because of your sin? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, and then God tells Moses, says, Hey man, I want you to go. Uh you know, after Moses prays to him, he tells Moses, like, hey man, I want you to go, and I want you to make this bronze serpent and put it on a pole and put it up in the air for everybody to look at so that whoever (laughs) is bitten. look at it and get healed. And that's actually the symbol where the the medical symbol comes from that you see on the side of ambulances and stuff now is actually where that derives from. But so people, the problem here is, is people quit looking to God. They started to look at an idol. So how often do we stop looking at God but actually look past him to something that's an Does That ever happen? You ever look past God and go into your protective personality? Or go into your place of isolation or your place of disconnect, whatever it may be. And how does that how does that affect your life when you do that? It makes it worse. Makes it worse, right? When you ignore God, which is the end result for, for these Israelites, they started to ignore God. They went and asked for forgiveness, and then they were, uh, uh, were had a cure put in front of them. And then they started to look more towards the serpent than they did <clears throat> to God. So Now we're gonna fast forward back over into John. So many Johns in here. John three. So we're gonna look at John three, but I was so excited that I found John right away and I started to read John three and it was like John one, first John three. So I don't think this doesn't work. Um. So, do you feel like you need to be born again from the thing that you look towards instead of God? Do you feel like you need to be born again from that? I don't understand the question. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so. Here, here's a little example. If I only pay attention to my anger and I ignore God, when I come into the realization that I've been doing that, I need to be born again from my sin. I need to go in and ask for forgiveness. right? I need to be able to step, to, step towards God and step away from my sin.
1: So in a sense,
0: I'm doing a little mini uh, rebirth or rejuvenation. Or re-engage with God. Repentance is the term that Christians have used forever. Yes. Which means to rethink, turn around your Okay, thinking. yeah, 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 yeah. Does repentance ever feel like a dirty word? No? can it used as a weapon. Repent, you sinner. And do you ever say that to yourself? yeah in mean, certain way how does it make you feel? From yeah guilty guilty but if you look at first uh, John or John 3 uh, where is it and uh, as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness so must the son of man be lifted up that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. Uh, that's John three fourteen and uh, fifteen. So, if Jesus is, if we're supposed to look to Jesus like the people of Israel looked to the serpent, what's that telling you? Is the one who brings healing? Yes. Yes. So, Jesus is the one who brings healing. Does Jesus say, repent, sinner? Does he say, you? John. John did that. What does Jesus say? Jesus said that God didn't send his son into the world to condemn world, but that the world might be saved through him. How does that make you feel? To know that Jesus came not to condemn you, but to save you? To know that Jesus isn't the one saying, you messed up. Jesus is the one that steps in and says, I'm sorry you're suffering. Come with me. Let me help. And did he say, Go and sin not more? Yeah. He said that to a couple people, yeah. But he also called people out and said, Those without sin, be the first to cast the stone. So this is kind of like a big, long rabbit trail to try to get to the point of like, we're humans, it's in our nature to sin. But it's what we do with it when we realize it that kind of makes or breaks us. So if we look to our idols in our sin, whether it be our protective personality, and we can keep everybody at bay, or it's our temptation to hide, because then we don't have to interact. Or do we go to Jesus? Because in Jesus, there is no condemnation. It says so right here. So the next time you say, repent, you sinner, say, Jesus says I'm forgiven. There's a difference there. Because you can beat yourself up. Or you can elevate yourself through Christ. So this past week has been like super, super hard for me and normally what I want to do is go into this place and just kind of lash out at everybody but that's not the answer right so this week I tried something new I'm like you know what I'm gonna do I'm gonna get up in the morning and I'm just gonna make some homemade lasagna so I did I I did well I was cooking a meal for Annie too so I got a 8 o'clock in the morning I started making lasagna I made these two beautiful pieces of lasagna uh, lasagna pies and it was just like I never realized how therapeutic this was because i put some script i put some uh praise music on on my phone right so i'm singing with that I'm singing with Jesus i'm making a joyful noise to the to the lord and i'm creating something but i'm also doing it in service of somebody else so yeah I'm making a a lasagna for the family to have Friday night, but I'm also making one for Annie because of her cancer treatment. It was so uplifting. It was such an amazing feeling. I quit looking at the serpent on top of the pole, and I looked to God, and He came right in and said, "Let's let's heal your heart." And then I spent the rest of the afternoon in my chair, in a window, with a cup of coffee, in my Bible. Unfortunately. I wasn't looking at this, I was reading in Revelation, but. but still, it was like, I have a page and a half from three verses of stuff that I wrote down from Revelation. Since I did that, life has been better. I moved away from this, and look here. I listened to what Jesus said out who I was what I needed to do rather than what I wanted to tell myself can you guys can, can you do that just on the, in the drop of a dime take some work so again the question is, is when you how do you die from your sin How do you die of yourself? Can you do that on a regular basis? Is that repentance? Or is that partnership with Jesus? Both. Both. I cannot be forgiven for my sins without the help of Christ. But without Christ's help, I cannot forgive myself for my sins. Uh, one of the verses that Anita referred to where Jesus told the woman at the well yeah. to go and, and, sin, no and sin no more. I uh, always felt like that contact that she had with Jesus equipped her to do that. Yeah. I always felt confident that she, she was able to change her life to repent uh, because Jesus just you know gave her for the strength to do that the spirit to do that yeah one of the things that I think of like with what Naomi said is repent you evil sinner it kind of makes me think of the way that in the temptation that we looked at last week of how the devil uses scripture against Jesus but he changes it in just that little bit as he says you know Uh, He basically takes Jesus on the pinnacle and says, go ahead, jump, because, you know, they'll save you, right? And it's like, he twists the meaning of uh, they will bear you up. Almost to like, so imagine how he does that with us. It's crazy. Yeah. 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 David was a man after God's own heart. So as we go throughout our week and this has kind of been my encouragement for the past couple of weeks is that place that we usually run to when things aren't going right that place that isn't God like for me it's my protective personality or it's my Withdrawal from people or something like that. Stop. Take a second. And turn away from that. Turn away from the serpent on top of the cross. And turn towards Jesus. Because this might be a band-aid and keep you from dying for a minute. But Jesus is going to keep you from dying forever. Eternal life in the kingdom of God loneliness protective personality non-engagement kingdom of God you know what I mean yeah that's just that's my thoughts on, on, on numbers for this week um, <coughs> Father thank you for this day thank you for everybody here Thank you for grocery stores having toilet paper again. Um, Please calm the fear that is in everybody's hearts over this virus that is going around. Please let uh, educated professionals deal with it in the ways uh, that are most healthy. Um, Please protect all of the families of the Life Care Center down in Kirkland, which is uh, hardest hit by this disease, Lord.